You're listening to Smash the Bottom Line with Maddie Brown. This is Maddie Brown with Smash the Bottom Line, and we are here today with Sarah Santa Croce, and she is a master in her field. She can She's going to share some tips on LinkedIn with us, and I want her to tell us a little bit about what she thinks is most important to success in business and to find out exactly how she got started in business. So thank you and welcome, Sarah. I am really happy to be talking with you today. And tell us a little bit about how you got started in business and how you got how you work with clients. Sure, yes. Hi, Maddie. Thanks so much for, for having me. So uh, first of all, I, I always think it's great how we get to do this. You know, you're over there in uh, the U.S. I'm based in Switzerland. And so we have this thing called the Internet that we can just connect with people all over the world. Isn't that great? <laughs> it's magic. It is magic. Yeah. So my story uh, started in I have to go back all the way to 2006. That's when my husband, one rainy summer day, he came home and he said, um, we're moving to California. And, and I'm, as I said, I'm based in Switzerland and was back there. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so a short couple of months later, we were packing our bags and indeed moved all the way over to California where he got a job. And, um, and then I had to leave my, you know, corporate job here and set up, um, the family over there. And so after a year or two, my second son was just six months old when we moved. So I took some time off, stayed at home with them, but I quickly realized, you know, this is not the only thing I enjoy. <laughs> I want to do something else. And so yeah. I did, I started to look into, a virtual uh, assistant business because that was kind of really new back then and people were still thinking virtual assistants are like robots and so i thought that was interesting for me because i needed a an independent um allocation independent business so i yes. you know have to be able to work from home and have my own calendar and agenda and not go into an office every day and so yeah. that's when I started my first virtual assistant business back in 2000. It probably was by then it was 2007. And uh, yeah, and it, as you know, as entrepreneurs, we constantly evolve and pivot and adapt. So uh, that's how it all got started. And then when we moved back to, to uh, in 2010 to Switzerland, I started to really focus on LinkedIn because in between 2006 and 2010, I was really then focusing on social media, helping other business owners with social media. And when I came back, I decided, okay, this is uh, what's calling me really is LinkedIn. It's the platform where I feel most comfortable and where I see the biggest need in, in Europe, in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. Well, I think I know that I am not as comfortable with LinkedIn as I would like to be. And I know it's a good vehicle, but I am not really comfortable with it. So how would you recommend getting 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 more comfortable with it? Like what would you recommend? I, I think the just the fact that you're saying you're not as comfortable with it, there's there's two possible reasons. A, it's kind of this 
imposter syndrome or or like almost like fear of the professional network right linkedin has this reputation of being the professional platform but you know we're entrepreneurs we're professionals and so a lot of people that i'm coaching they give me the same reason they're like yeah but it's linkedin you know it's not facebook it's linkedin i'm like yes it is so it's going to be more professional content but that's doesn't mean that you know you don't have a place on LinkedIn. It's no longer just a place for corporate decision makers. A lot of entrepreneurs are on LinkedIn and, and getting clients on LinkedIn. So that's probably the first reason. The second reason, yes, it's not as user friendly as as Facebook or you know Instagram, for example. There's just still some things that are not as easy to understand on LinkedIn. But once you get the hang of it, then it really becomes, I think it's just the most effective uh, networking tool uh, compared to others because everybody knows we're in a business mindset. So there's no, no, not much small talk. The sales cycle is much shorter because we all know we're here for business. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of it from the sales cycle standpoint. That makes that makes good sense. Mm-hmm. So, wh- what what did you do to educate yourself, and how did you how did you learn to use LinkedIn? What was your process? As I said, I started out in social media in general, and so I was just interesting in all. You know, back then it was the big three, Facebook, Twitter, and, and LinkedIn. And so I just, you know, started really just learning and taking courses and, and listening to other people. And then I think the smartest thing I ever did was to uh, start a LinkedIn challenge. That was in 2012, where I hosted my first ever LinkedIn challenge. And so that, that's an event, an annual event that I'm still hosting. It takes place in November. And, I bring to be- together a bunch of people, um, LinkedIn experts, online presence experts, personal branding experts, um, you know, video experts, anything that you need in order to um, learn how to use LinkedIn, right? And so I bring them mm-hmm. together and people can sign up and over 10 days, uh, we send them a strategy every day. There's a, there's a webinar at the beginning, a webinar at the end. And so not only did that you know, get my name out there, but I also just kept on growing my relationships with other people in that uh, field. So uh, other LinkedIn experts. And so I'm just part of this big team where, you know, whenever someone is posting, well, I'm seeing it, I comment on it. So it's kind of this self-learning environment that has um, really worked out well for me. Cool. So what would you what would you say your your three keys to success are? Mm. Um, I would start with consistency. So that's really a big one for me. Um, I hear some you know starting entrepreneurs now that say after six months, oh, but I've tried being more active on this and this platform, and it's just I get nothing. I only get this many likes. Um, I think you and I know, Maddie, that it takes takes consistency, and yeah, it takes you know insistence, and you have to do things on the regular basis. So, so that's that's the one thing I would I would say that's what has helped me build my success is is just doing things on a regular basis and not giving up. 
And then the other, um, the second thing is the, the pivoting. So, uh, as an entrepreneur, you really need to be able to adapt to the market. So when I came back from California, you know, over there, everybody was talking about social media. It was nothing new anymore. I came back here to Europe and people are like, eh, we don't really need a content strategy. We need to understand how to use LinkedIn. And so from, mm-hmm. you know, developing strategy, I had to pivot and now say, okay, well, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to offer training instead because these people just don't know how to even use the tool. Um, so yeah. it's constantly pivoting. And then, uh, you know, from, from general social media, I then decided, okay, I'm going to narrow down only to LinkedIn. And people would probably think, well, is, is not limiting the amount of work that you can get? Of course, there's going to be, uh, you know, maybe less mandates that you can get, but you're now the specialist, the expert. You can raise your rates. And, you know, people come to me from pretty much all over the world because they are not just needing social media in general. They are needing somebody with link that can help them with LinkedIn. So pivoting and adapting, I think, is is really key. Yeah. Was that, was that so, two or three? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that, that, that's good. What I, I just had a question and I'm wondering... Um, it's interesting you talk about pivoting and, and having to be responsive. Are your clients all over the world? And, and how do you generally, are you, are you do, mostly doing training now or are you mostly doing consulting or what are, what is, mm-hmm. what is the primary way that you work with clients? Right. So, uh, yes, the clients are all over the English speaking world. Um, I have local clients here also that are French speaking. So the companies that I um, train with here are French speaking, but otherwise there are entrepreneurs all over the world. And I basically have different offerings depending on where people are at in their business. If they're just starting out, depending on their budget. So I have, um, two, uh, video courses that they, you know, it's kind of do it yourself. And then I have done for you offers where I do the LinkedIn profile for them. And then I have a, um, basically my signature system that is over 12 weeks where it's a coaching. It's a hybrid program. Actually, they have access to video course, but it's also a, a weekly coaching with me where we go deeper and I really help them position themselves as experts on LinkedIn in order to get clients. And so that is either a one-on-one experience or I also run it as a group program. Interesting. Interesting. So um, how can how can people get in touch with you? What is the best way to to learn more about your business? Right. Um, I actually created a, a special link for your listeners so they can get my LinkedIn recipe for success. That's an ebook uh, that takes them through the uh, 10 ingredients of the recipe for LinkedIn success. It goes over, you know, fixing clear objectives, talking about their target audience, defining a connection strategy, optimizing their LinkedIn profile, et cetera, et cetera. And they can get that at Sarah Santa Croce dot com forward slash Maddie. 
So I'm sure you can put that link in the show notes so people can just click on that too. Okay, that is awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. What, Thank you. What would if you were if you were you're sitting down having coffee, what would you say would be the first principle that people need to get on LinkedIn? What is that what is the number one thing that they need to get right? Um I would say, you know, there's a ton of things, but I would say the number one thing is to really use LinkedIn as a human and not to pretend to be this, you know, corporate or stiff organization. A lot of times, again, it comes with a fear, right? People think, oh, but it's this, you know, professional network. I have to be someone else or I have to put on this mask, but just be yourself and talk with a, with your normal voice and share content that people can relate to because we're in the H to H era, the human to human. And so people do business with people. They're not doing business with companies. So LinkedIn is really also there to represent your company. I, I think that's interesting that you say H to H, human to human. I really like that. Um, it, it, that is so true and, and we get, we get lost in the details and the technology and all of the worry about how we're doing things and we, we forget that we're really dealing with human beings. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, because when you ask me what's your number one thing, I could have, you know, talked about the headline or, or the picture, but really when it comes down to it, what matters is just, you know, be yourself and be a human. <laughs> yeah. So what is your favorite offerings? What is your favorite thing to do? What do you as far as one on one or the group program or where do you where do you feel like you get your best results? I think I get the best results one-on-one. -on -one. I'm an introvert, so I really like to work with people one-on-one -on -one so I can apply my empathy and listening skills. And I, I really have a gift, I'd say, to see, put myself in, into the client's shoes, right? And see what they need from me in order to thrive and, and really make this work for them. So yeah, one-on-one -on -one is my favorite. Yeah, I like one-on-one -on -one too. You get to know people and, and you really can identify what their goals and intentions are so that you can really more specifically help them. Yeah, so exactly. I, I, I agree with that completely. So talk to me a little bit about, um, you, you said you, you did the site for us and then I have, um, so that would be the best. There'll, there'll be a link that they can download that ebook then. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's that is the main thing. Do you have anything that you regret in your business? Ah, oh, good question. I think I regret not having started to build my email list earlier. Um, I think I started it probably a year or two in. But mm -hmm. I wish I just started it right away. So if I 
you know, meet new entrepreneurs, I always tell them, start building your email list right away. Uh, this is your number one priority. I just, um, we, I, I manage a big LinkedIn group for coaches on LinkedIn and there's like up to almost 20,000 people on there, but we just lost on LinkedIn. We just lost the ability to send uh, an email before we had a weekly email that I could send them. We just lost that. And so, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have just, you know, focused on building my list uh, from all these coaches that are in that group because now I, you know, it's really hard to communicate with them. So yeah, building your list, I think is key. Well, that's, that is really interesting. So how active is it? You have a large group of people. Are they active? Is that a, is it, um, a, a very busy group? Um, well, that's the other thing on LinkedIn. I really have this love and hate relationship with groups. I think LinkedIn is doing a terrible job at, you know, making these groups user friendly. And so, over the past few years, the most of the groups just have kind of turned into spam fests. And so um, it was also always very hard for the administrators to, you know, like monitor and, and engage the group. There's only a very few people who, who've done a good job. And, and now LinkedIn groups just got an update and, and they, They've taken even those last few good things away from the administrator. So, um, they're, they said that it's not done yet, that they're still working on them. So I'm, I'm really hoping that that's, that there's still hope that they're bringing some of these, uh, functionalities that we really need back. But yeah, that if you compare a Facebook group to a LinkedIn group, Facebook wins, uh, like, you know, a lot over LinkedIn groups. Okay. Okay. So what is the name of your group? How how would people find that group? The the group is called the International Coaching Network. So if you look for that group on LinkedIn, you'll find the International Coaching Network group. Okay, that sounds that sounds awesome. So what um tell what give us a little bit of of personal you're you're married, do you have children, do you have pets, you're, what do you do for fun? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm married to my soulmate whom I met 22 years ago traveling. So he's Canadian. I'm Swiss. We met in uh, Spain, Barcelona. And uh, since then, you know, still together. Uh, we have two boys. Uh, they're 12 and 15. So not the easiest age, I would say. <laughs> quite, quite challenging, and and yeah, I li I live in Switzerland. Um, it's very green in Switzerland. I live about five minutes walking distance from a forest that has has a little river going through it. So I go on nature walks every day. Um, I yeah, I enjoy nature just in general. I'm into yoga and meditation and all that good stuff to give us balance in order to run thriving businesses. We need, we need both, right? Yeah, absolutely. Ab absolutely. I agree with you a hundred percent on that. <laughs> I'm not as good as it good at the meditation and the yoga and the quiet activities as I am about 
being busy activities. And I think being quiet is, is equally important, but it's not my strong suit. Yeah, it wasn't mine either, Maddie. But I realized two years ago that, you know, I, I had insomnia and some yeah problems with anxiety. And I was like, okay, I think it's time for me to just learn how to be quiet. And, you know, you're saying I'm not as good at I, I'm, you know, <laughs> meditation is, is not something that you're just boom, good at it. So it's just a practice. And, and I think, yeah, it's important for me. And um, I'm, I'm still practicing. That, that is awesome. So I have, um, is there anything else that you would, if you're sitting down having coffee with someone, you, you would have them build their email list. What other, what other wor words of advice would you give someone who's just getting started? Um, okay, so yeah, the email list, I would actually probably say, um, since we're podcasting, uh, and we're in the podcasting age, when I started out, podcasts weren't big. So I would say start a podcast, because I think that is a great way to build community, you're in people's ears. Uh, that's a great way to build connection. Because again, human to human, it's all about connecting with people and, you know, not like sharing value. I think that's that's the other thing I would say. Just focus on your ideal client. That's that's who you want to serve. So figure out how you can serve them. And so it might be via, you know, blog posts, but it might be a, a podcast. And that's a great way to create value and, and give without asking for anything in return. And it helps you build your tribe who are then, you know, when they have a need for what you're offering, well, you're, you're going to be the first one that they're contacting because they, they feel like they know you. So, yeah, I would yeah. definitely recommend a, a podcast. Okay. Well, that is, that is very cool. Um, I have really enjoyed visiting with you. And if there's anything else you'd like to be sure to share with our people, um, I think we'll wrap up and, unless you have anything else specific that you want to address. Well, maybe I can just uh, say again, the, uh, I mentioned it in the intro, the LinkedIn challenge. So that is the LinkedIn challenge oh, yes. com, And that starts on November 5th. Not sure when when you're airing this, but maybe it's it, there's time for people to join. So November 5th, uh, 2018, the LinkedIn challenge. Okay. And, and it's what's the name of it again? TheLinkedInChallenge.com. Okay, awesome. We will we will make sure that that gets out there. Wonderful. Okay, thank you for joining us today, Sarah. I really appreciate it. This is Maddie Brown with Smash the Bottom Line, and we've been talking with Sarah Santa Crochet, and she's been telling us about how to use LinkedIn, and she's got a couple of links here. Um, the the LinkedIn Challenge, which is happening in November of 2018. And I'd encourage you to find out more about what Sarah's doing. Thank you for listening, and we will talk soon. Bye. Smash the Bottom Line is sponsored by Smashing Numbers. Discover how to get your accounting in order, escape the cash flow trap, and finally enjoy a profitable business. Find out how at smashingnumbers.com.